0: I'm pretty sure I've mentioned it before, but um, at the end of high school at the end of my days at Marmion, I really had this great desire to go to West Point Military Academy. And, um, you know, I think there's a lot of factors that made me attracted to going uh, to West Point. You know, I think naturally um, just I have this this heart for service and, you know, I I wanted to serve my country. Uh, I'm also a bit of a romantic and so I, I always loved uh, military history and was always kind of drawn to this very historical institution. Um, you know, I even kind of liked discipline and the structure of, of West Point. Uh, and so these are all, you know, very good reasons for me, you know, being attracted to it too. Uh, but another reason that kind of attracted to me, which I kind of wasn't perhaps as honest with myself at the time, was um, the prestige, you know, of going to West Point, of, of being a West Pointer you know, uh, to look well in the eyes of the world, to be well-respected and know that, you know, if I completed West Point, you know, I'd I'd kind of be known as this, you know, disciplined military man who, you know, well-educated and and well-respected. And so uh, I I think at the time, I I wouldn't have been able to understand that, but now in hindsight, I realized that, you know, there was this desire to impress the world, to look uh, well in the eyes of others, and so, um, yeah, I think it's kind of funny. And I think this is something that we all, you know, want to be thought well of by the world. And, um, and it's funny because, you know, I think back to when I was a middle schooler, how there were certain brands that were the cool clothes. And I remember, you know, my day it was American Eagle, Abercrombie and & Fitch. And I remember, like, you know, bugging my parents uh, to wear... Uh, that they would buy me these clothes in order that I might wear them and impress my friends. And so um, there's this great fear in us often that we, that we don't want to be despised by others. We don't want to be outcasts, We don't want to be, you know, different from the world, from the men and women that we constantly interact with. Uh, but in today's gospel, Jesus, you know, exhorts us that fear no one. And that means, you know, fear not the opinions of man, fear not the opinions of your peers of, uh, of this world, um, because the reality of the matter is um, there's something greater than this world, and it's it's a life uh, lived in our Lord, it's eternal life with Him, and um, the reason why we shouldn't have any fear, because uh, if we reject the things of this world, if we uh, reject those things that they push upon us, those pure those pressures, uh, the worst that they could do to us is uh, kill the body. And now that might sound kind of scary because there's just this natural fear of our mortality, uh, but the reality of the matter is the greatest thing we need to fear is the death of our soul. You know, uh, to kind of be thrown in the fires of Gehenna, hell. You know, the idea of uh, being separated from the source of all love uh, for all eternity. That's what we need to fear, and that's what should hold a more primary place in decisions we make in the workplace, with our families, with the way we spend our time, um, with with all our activities, with everything we do in our life. And so how how do we not fear others, or how does that look? Um, This this past week, we celebrated the feast of uh, one of the great saints of the church, St. Thomas More. And uh, he's, he's one of my favorite saints, and, and his story is amazing if you don't know it, and I just would encourage you to kind of read about him a little bit. But St. Thomas More um, was the chancellor, this big political figure, actually the highest kind of person in the state next to the king himself under the reign of Henry VIII. And the thing is, you know, uh, St. Thomas More was a well-educated lawyer. Um, he had a nice estate, you know, good marriage, good family. Um, had the good things of life and, uh, you know, was also a very gifted and talented administrator, you know, of the state. And, um, but the thing is, is that when it came, when push came to shove, when Henry VIII challenged um, him and, you know, uh, challenged him and and, and tried to call him to break away with the church, to break away from God, um, St. Thomas More understood the truth of today's gospel that uh, you know, one should not fear death of the body. The only thing that one should fear is death of the soul. And so, Saint Thomas More was able to give away everything: his prestige, his honor, his lands, his family, and eventually his life, because he knew more important than all these things uh, was his soul and relationship with the Lord. And so. Um, Today, I think it's good to look to St. Thomas More um, as, as, as a, just uh, an example of what it means to live out, uh, to not to fear anyone um, in this world. Because uh, for all of us, what should be the primary concern and mover of our decisions um, is not so much that of the body, but that of the soul. And today, so let's uh, just turn and ask uh, just the intercession of St. Thomas More And uh, God, that he might give us the strength to stand up for him in the face of the world and that we might fear no one.